the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. In the course of his teaching, Jesus said to the crowds, Beware of the scribes who like to go around in long robes and accept greetings in the marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. They devour the houses of widows and, as a pretext, recite lengthy prayers. They will receive a very severe condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury. For they have all contributed from their surplus wealth. But she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord. We are gearing up for the cold season. It's a time God allows us to restore our spiritual energy. Nature invites us to slow down, to spend more time with each other in deep conversations and reflections about life and love. Looking into the eyes of your children and asking them, how are you doing? Or, Dad, could we go out for a drive, just you and me? I want to talk to you about something. These are winter activities that can pave the way for right decisions. Not all our decisions will be right. But what's important is that the decisions we make are made with prayer, silence, and consultation with someone a little wiser than ourselves. And this comes with practice. If you look on your life of decisions, you'll notice that the quick knee-jerk decisions more often than not didn't work out. But when you spend time in prayer and reflection, then generally they do work out. Let's see how the readings today can help us see differently and can enlighten our ability to make good decisions. When we have eaten it, we shall die. Words of the widow in the Old Testament. She is tattered and torn. Being a widow, having no one to support you and carrying the responsibility of a child is by no means an easy task, particularly 2,000 years ago. Doing everything you can to keep your family afloat came at a high cost. This unnamed widow might reflect certain stages of our own life when we arrive to the end of our strength. Remembering them now could be a good thing. Allowing the graces of this mass to flow over those memories that were hard. Experience the healing power of the Lord through his word and the Eucharist. In my life as a priest, I have met many an unnamed widow. 
like this one in the Old Testament. Their strength has moved me deeply to dig deeper in my own life and to give more and to give better and to trust unconditionally in the Lord just the way they have. In fact, I met a woman like that this week. She came knocking on our parish office door. From her poverty has contributed all she had. Perhaps you hear in this gospel passage saying to you, all I want is your emptiness. Jesus calling and calling calling me for my emptiness. Jesus does not test us beyond our capacity. He knows everything about us and only allows what will make us better. How the poor have shaped my priesthood. They have helped me embrace my own poverty. My poverty, which is different to theirs. They have shown me new ways to love and deeper reasons to hope. I know I am a very imperfect priest. And the poor have understood this better than anyone else. As a priest, I have gone to Skid Row many a time with nothing to give. And it's so hard when all you want to do is fix the unfixable. And they would say to me, hey, it's great to see you here again. Thanks for coming. See you again soon. And sometimes they would say, hey, Father Peter. And I would have forgotten their name. All they wanted or expected from me is that I would show up poor, just like them. On the contrary, a voice can be heard inside of us that's from the devil, and he says, you are completely burnt out, and you can do no good for anyone, so give up. Have you heard those words before? The devil can get into our heads and begin to a dialogue that will bring us down. That's his goal. That's his end game, and you're his target. Then the world and my passions cause untold damage in my souls and on the streets where there are no names. So we need a strategy for this week as we walk towards it together. What are two coins we can put into my poor box, the poor box of my life. Here are some suggestions. Staying up because you have a baby or because you have a teenager who wants to talk at 12 o'clock at night. Having the courage to lead your family spiritually. Helping a family this Thanksgiving. Seeing where you can create more time for silence. Hands down, hands down, all of us can find more time for silence. What is the Lord asking of me this week? This is going to sound a little abrupt, but let me say it. Don't just come and warm that pew. Take what you get and give it away. Isn't that why we come? 
Christ will appear again a second time. And he won't be shedding his blood. He's done that once and for all. My dear St. Joseph parishioners, this statement from St. Paul could be translated into, we have nothing to lose and everything to lose. We should not be afraid of dying. At the end of our lives, there will be one thing that we can be sure of. Jesus is waiting for us. He will be there there to receive us, heal us, comfort us, and lead us into paradise. We need to spend more time considering this. Imagine how much time we spend on earthly and temporal matters in comparison to the time we spend on heavenly and eternal matters. Where does the scale tip? Where do I need to place more effort? This is one thing you can depend on. We often attach too much importance to the things of this world, which viewed in the light of eternity are worth very little. We find ourselves at the point of death and think back over the events of life, how small these things will seem to us. Then we shall marvel at our folly and regret that we worried so much about them while we allowed ourselves to forget the only being really necessary to us, God himself. Live life from within. Live life from within. Don't do what Father Matthew was telling us on Friday night at the Holy Hour. Father Matthew works at the cathedral. He said, we have lost all sense of reality. We are just throwing words out and they mean nothing and no one really pays attention and they're only just a few words. So he was really, really passionately talking about the lack of silence. And he referred to St. Joseph, right, as the man of silence. So to live life, you have to live it from the interior, which is a silent place. Spending more time in prayer, not less. Show up when you feel completely inadequate. Just show up. And God will take over. So those were some conclusions. Here are some takeaways. Choose one of the holy hours that we're doing in this marathon this week. Choose one of them and and show up even if you're just streaming in. Do a hidden act of charity. This week. Something you think about, you pray about, and you say, I'm going to do that. Reaching out to those inside our spiritual family. This is a spiritual family. We are a spiritual family. And we all need to step into that. This is my family. It's not my my close-knit family. But it is my spiritual family. So we should, you know, as I, as I look around and see your faces, this is who I need to be praying for this week. Each one of you. And you can do the same. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day in which we celebrate and remember our veterans. We have our scouts here represented. 
We have our servers. We have our readers. We have our music ministry. There are so many things we are grateful for. We have a priest. Help us to live deeply in gratitude for all you have given us. Christ the Lord will come to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. Filled with faith, we make our prayer to the Father. That through the church's, church's faithful announcement of the gospel, God's word may give meaning to pain and suffering, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the wisdom of God will guide and direct all those who govern, we pray to the Lord. For blessings on all our nation's veterans and for the protection of those who serve in our country's military in harm's way, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For police officers, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, and all those who risk their lives to protect us, that God will bless them and keep them safe, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increased of vocations to the priesthood and to the consecrated life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for Ronald McNeil. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithfully departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant upon them. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithfully departed. Through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Loving Father, secure justice for the oppressed. Give food to the hungry. Set captives free and raise up those who are bowed down. We trust in your love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.